Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Sadal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I am the founder of Live Life Happy Publishing, and I am so excited because they call me the book doula. And so that means that I help people painlessly give birth to books. But I swear this book was painless to give birth to because I was working with the world-renowned Dr. Robert Ratty. And I'm so excited because he is on the show today because he gave birth to his brand new remarkable book. It is called Inception Mindset. Now, Dr. Ratty, you're going to love him. He is a wealth of knowledge. He is going to transform the way that you look at leadership and personal growth. He 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 talks all about the per- permanently complex world. Now say that fast five times. Dr. Raddy has poured his heart, his soul, his expertise into every page. And he really does offer us this cognitive journey that balances curiosity, philosophy, skills, and action. And I'm so excited because you are going to just enjoy, love, love, love his book. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Robert. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so very much, Andrea. Thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here with you today. So today is the day your book is being launched. It is available wherever books are sold. But before we dive into your amazing book, can you tell us and the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes. Um, So originally, I was born and raised in Italy. Actually, today, we picked today as the release for the book because it marks 33 years in the United States uh, uh, since my arrival. Um, I was born and raised in Italy, as I said. Uh, I came uh, in my early 20s, uh, initially to work in the space of uh, uh, consumer product design and development. Uh, initially, I was uh, uh, working with a, a, an architectural firm, and then I moved on on my own to bring it into the space of uh, uh, consumer product strategy, uh, something that I saw that was probably missing, which was a perspective from a more international perspective was missing maybe at the time. And I thought that I could make a difference, make a contribution uh, to the uh, industry at large. Uh, That uh, uh, business that I started in my early 20s uh, continued for uh, about 19 years, uh, serving uh, uh, global brands from uh, uh, in, the, in the local and global brands. And so I worked with uh, an array of uh, individuals uh, in an array of industries that opened up my eyes to what uh, complexity is and uh, how you operate in complexity. Uh, further, uh, later on, I decided that uh, a consumer product strategy was a, a young man game. And uh, so I decided to exit my business I, which I, we did successfully, and then dedicate myself to uh, pursuing a master in business administration for Pepperdine University. And later, after I finished that, I pursued my PhD at the Chicago School in order to enable me to do the type of work that I do uh, today, uh, to this very day. 
and its uh, uh, leadership development and, and building strategic capacities in organizations and individuals as well. Oh my gosh. See, I told you, you're going to love this. This You're going to love him. He has so much information and a wealth of knowledge and so much inspiration and just experience as well. So can you tell us a little bit about the concept of inception mindset without obviously there, your book, I say to a lot of people is like a textbook. It literally is, is like, and I was saying, as we were unfolding like the book and I was like looking at the book going, I literally need to read like one page and then set it down just to let my brain kind of wrap around the concepts because it is so it's just there's so it's like a cognitive paradigm like it helps us understand and helps us dive into complexities in a whole different way um and so and i love actually i love one of my favorite parts about your book is this the part where you delve into being about character strengths and nurturing strengths yes. and creativity and a, a place of curiosity and just open-mindedness and resilience and like I really enjoy that element of your book, but let's back up. Let's talk about Inception Mindset, what it is and why you titled your book Inception Mindset. Yes. Uh, so uh, in the last uh, year, year and a half, I was thinking about uh, uh, what is really leadership. Leadership is the ability to see all a constellation of new beginning that emerge as uh, uh, things change in our environment. Um, I served uh, two terms on the La Quinta City Council in California. Uh, I love my community, love my city. It's an amazing place to be. And I wanted to make a contribution. And so I, I served two terms on the city council. And oftentimes I've seen how difficulty, the difficulty of individuals uh, to um, cognitively uh, qualify and quantify the changes in the environment. And oftentimes attempting to uh, bring uh, uh, to council their solution that were linear in nature. If you do this, that will happen, A to B. Problem is that you cannot operate like that in complexity. So what is complexity to me is uh, a, a constellation of new beginnings. Oftentimes there are conditions that uh, uh, merge with each other. Uh, and uh, now you have something new and you have to be aware of it. So if we, uh, my, my, my uh, premises was, if it's a constellation of new beginning, and by per se, each beginning is an inception, uh, as you know, based on the dictionary uh, definition of inception is the start of something, a new function, a new, uh, a new institutions. Inception is the start of something. If we, develop an inception mindset, the ability to see a constellation, a new beginning coming our way. And we are able to contextualize what those new beginnings mean to us. Uh, then we become more effective at uh, not only uh, responding uh, to this uh, constellation of new beginning, but also anticipating uh, those new beginnings and uh, uh, that will come our way. So that is really what I start to think about is what is really leadership? It's the ability of uh, continuously um, invest time, invest energy for a leader to see the full constellation of new beginnings, or at least the bigger pictures of what these new beginnings will be and how they, these new dots will interact with each other and what will emerge from it. So that is really the space of where leaders have to not only accept that the world uh, is uh, 
complex. It's always been complex. We are now really, we are experiencing, by all means, unprecedented complexity for our time. However, there's always been complexity throughout history. Uh, and uh, we have seen in my book, I speak of some uh, of the complexity of the early 90s as um, China was becoming the world manufacturer. Uh, and, uh, and so that there was uh, uh, many moving parts, many points of inceptions that needed to be figured out. And it took uh, uh, several iterations before we figured it out. And it worked well until it didn't. And so that is really the space of inception. I, that's why I define uh, a, the need for us to develop an inception mindset in order to operate in the context of our new world. Mm, I love that. And it's, you're so, it's so true is that we are constant, like the world, our life is complex. And so it's just by approaching it in this way. And now you mentioned a lot about leaderships, leaders and leadership. Um, can you tell us who you wrote this book for? Who is that I, person that would really benefit from reading your book? Excellent. Um, so in the past, uh, uh, approximately uh, since, my, since I really uh, completed my PhD, so eight years ago, I had the opportunity to work with uh, uh, junior uh, managers and junior leaders or emerging leaders all the way to uh, you know, CEOs. And so as uh, I've seen the range of individuals that have uh, both uh, the authority and in, uh, in the, in the, uh, in the seek to develop the skills in leadership, I thought that this was a, a, a range of uh, interest. And uh, in this range of interest, uh, this book will find its way to those who need it and the, who are really looking for what's next. What is something that I haven't considered uh, that uh, is coming my way? A matter of fact, uh, that's why in the book, I said that I offer all of this for your consideration because I, I see this book being uh, uh, useful to someone that is starting out, that perhaps it doesn't have the full context yet, but it can, uh, they can start picking up uh, uh, certain aspects of uh, what uh, uh, are the possibility for self-development. I can see this be useful for someone that is already in a leadership position uh, and uh, is a, a, they are able to look uh, at uh, uh, further contextualizing and developing within the, these four horizons, uh, developing cognitive lenses across the environment, uh, across the, for the self, for the organization, and of course, the three combined. And I also see it of being of value for those that are in more senior position, uh, because it also gives them the opportunity to help others in their development, as well as uh, uh, basically polishing and continuing their learning and their development, because Development leadership continues until we decide that we are not going to be around anymore. And if we are in the space of leadership, means that we made a choice to be there. And so we are in leadership until we choose no longer to be there. Mm -hmm. That's it's incredible. And I know so many people will benefit from the all the wealth of knowledge in there. Now, my favorite part about your books 
actually about your book is those four horizons <laughs> and how you walk people through. And it's like, I love this because it's not about quick fixes and like, here's oh. how you lead. And it's like one size fits all. It's like you invite the reader into the complexities of getting curious and being creative and looking at it through the lens of this is a journey and it's actually different for everyone. And, but you really do through your intellect and just like that, that cognitive paradigm, like of like for understanding and coping with and thriving with complexity, embracing it, you really take the reader through these amazing horizons that kind of can help them navigate it as a journey. And my other favorite part is that you use empirical research, which I I love the science and the evidence behind that. But then you interweave those real world examples and you you provide it in a way that's like a guide. Can you talk a little bit about those four horizons? Yes. Um, so another aspect is, of course, to uh, when you develop concept and, and concept often are just that. It's a, a way to uh, provide a cognitive lens to look at something that perhaps in the moment we don't fully understand. Um, one of the aspects in doing research in order to support those concepts and uh, also going further. And for example, in uh, Horizon 3, when we talk about the organization, I, I bring uh, results of a, a fairly well-rounded study done on uh, the concept I developed in 2015, which is entrusted empowerment. And so not only you get to the point of conceptualizing, then you go out and you, you ask yourself, is there something really called a entrusted empowerment out there? And so we went out and we uh, did a full survey uh, and uh, we defined that uh, indeed uh, what we expected to find uh, was there. Uh, so the opportunity here to walk through uh, a journey and say, okay, what should I consider in developing the an inception mindset? What are the considerations that I have to make? And so we start out with the, uh, the, the environment, right? And, and try to make sense of the environment, try to contextualize um, uh, complexity. And, and so first and foremost, uh, have, a, have a, some cognitive lenses, a, almost a radar, a dashboard to look at what complexity means to me uh, and to my organization. Uh, then by being able to move into the second horizon, the second horizon is the self. Uh, how do I respond uh, to events? How do I respond uh, to uh, things that change in the environment. Um, what are the why is are the, there are times that uh, it's just of no consequence to me, and at times I feel deep sense of anxiety. And so, being able to understand what does those mitigating factor or those uh, aggravating factors, in a sense, <laughs> uh, that uh, may impact us, and then really being able to connect with the organization. So, what does it mean? How do I act? How do I develop myself? in my leadership brand. Uh, and uh, brand is uh, transcend the package. It's not how we show up at the office if uh, the jacket and the, the shirt and the jewelry. That's great, that's all packaging. That's really great for first impression. But developing a leadership brand really counts on us developing the behaviors that are conducive for us to be effective in the environment in which we operate. Then we have to look at the organization. Uh, oftentimes, we talk about uh, changing culture in organizations, uh, and we want a culture of innovation or a culture of performance. But we need to seek and uh, fully understand 
What are those elements that we have to act upon in order for the culture to change? So it goes back to being, uh, uh, I'm from the school that you have to change things in order for the culture to change. And so the framework of trust and empowerment start really creating the foundation for bringing the all three together. Because irrespective of the changes in the environment itself, uh, it, 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 we have to keep developing ourselves as leaders and keep helping our organization to grow and develop as well so that we can bring it all together and the three horizon combine in the fourth, which is really bringing and cultivating a innovation. And uh, innovation is something I spent uh, many, many years of my life innovating in the consumer product uh, industry, uh, working with some tremendous uh, uh, um, brand and being able to really see how can we take those notions of uh, innovation and uh, innovation cycles and bring it into the business world that is applicable not only in the cons for the consumer product, consumer services, but other aspects in organization, meaning uh, function, programs, uh, uh, methodologies, right? How do you go through a cycle and uh, a methodology that brings the best results uh, into uh, existence? And that is really what we explore in the book. Oh, so good. And you offer such a fresh perspective on comprehending and approaching complexity, right? And it's, it's, so great for the reader to look at this from all perspective and it's going to help so many people in the industry and at work and like individuals even like building our own personal brand right not just being our package but also right. how we show up and um so i'm curious what do you hope to get out of creating this book and bringing it to the world yeah so um there are a couple of truths uh, uh number one um, I love to um, develop others and, and really is why I dedicate uh, my life to uh, conduct uh, workshops, seminars, courses. Uh, they are uh, with all the intent of developing uh, uh, leadership in, in strategic capacity in individuals and organizations. Uh, there's also a reality that only uh, 24 hours in a day um, uh, many people don't want to take uh, courses at midnight. Uh, they have a tendency to sleep at that time. And so how do you get uh, uh, these concepts out uh, in, a, a, in a manner, or in, in a fashion that they can reach the many? Um, and uh, what is the fastest way? Is usually it's a book. A book is nothing more that can conduit uh, for ideas to be uh, propagated out in the world uh, in you know, some some may agree, some may disagree, which is also uh, important, the, the voice of disagreement. But at the end of the day, it's like bringing and have the fortitude of bringing this concept uh, uh, forward and allow individuals to make the decision of what is applicable and implementable for them and uh, really be clearer and build a sense of clarity. All in all, what I want this book to do is to bring a sense of clarity help individuals, help organizations have better clarity uh, because we cannot be certain about anything anymore, but we can definitely uh, embrace clarity as a, uh, the futurist Bob Johansson said that the future will reward clarity 
but will punish certainty. Punish certainty. And so the more certain we want to be about something, the more likely is that we're going to get uh, the short end of the stick. And so we have to really work in creating clarity in, uh, in ourselves and in our own organizations and communities and by all means, uh, uh, society at large. And you know what's so interesting about what I'm hearing? I can, I can picture you going to these workshops and all these organizations and you're speaking and you're speaking engagements and you are a wealth of knowledge and we're just scratching the surface on your genius. And so what's interesting is like what I love about your book is that I can now, because your book is available everywhere where they sell books, yes. I can literally have Robert's brain <laughs> right beside me and I can take my time going through this. And I, I, it's just exciting for me because a lot of times, you know, some of the things that you say might like slip by my brain, but now I love that it's packaged in this beautiful book that I can delve in at my own pace. And so I imagine also this is a wonderful addition to your speaking engagements as a supplement that people can then delve in deeper to the, the concepts that you talk about. And now, isn't it true that in order to get clarity, we have to go through the complexities and we got to kind of... Yes, <laughs> we, we definitely have to embrace it. Uh, and, and so first and foremost, uh, uh, understanding that uh, complexity is part of human nature, is part of the human experience. And uh, by accepting the fact that uh, at some point, uh, there always been complexity. Uh, Emperor Tiberius used to say, I hold the she-wolf by the ears because he had to deal with very complex issue. You couldn't let it go and you couldn't hold on it. And so has been part of the human experience and being able to understand that complexity is afterward uh, a moment in which uh, the dynamics uh, of the environment outstrips our cognitive capacity. Eventually, we're going to figure it out. As uh, in my book, I, I spoke about uh, the early 90s, the advent uh, of uh, let's make all of it in China. Uh, eventually, we figured it out. It, it, you know, it didn't happen overnight, but we figured it out. There were losses. There were losses, there were gains. There were losses of uh, a tremendous amount of uh, uh, jobs in uh, manufacturing. Matter of fact, I talked about the story as uh, even the mold making, which was uh, a coveted uh, um, functions in the United States, it was really about keeping it here, uh, eventually did find its way uh, to China, where everything it became from... Uh, a to Z, everything was made there, packaging and uh, even engineering was uh, eventually was developed there. So the idea is to use also this book, of course, in workshop and seminars that I already have. For example, uh, at Integral Advantage, we offer a course titled uh, um, Leadership Branding, and it's a two-day course, and uh, the uh, uh, Horizon 2 uh, uh, speaks to the material and the concept we cover in the methodology we cover in the course. So, of course, it, there is a dance, right? It's a dance about uh, putting it out there in the world, but also be available if uh, someone wants to go deeper and uh, uh, bringing it to life in their own organizations. Uh -huh. um, I would like to say one thing that um, this is the kind of book that I, I say in the, immediately in the uh, um, introduction, it is a, a thinking book. And, and so when people say, oh, it makes me think, that is exactly uh, the, 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 the point of the book. Um, I read in my early 20s, 
the first edition of uh, um, uh, if, if a very renowned book by Peter Sange, The Fifth Discipline. Uh, that book, I don't know how long it took me to go through the first time uh, in my 20s because I, I kept making notes. I, I kept putting it down. Think about it. Uh, repeating some of the archetypes that uh, Peter Sange was uh, uh, proposing. And I thought I pretty much had it done. I was like, oh, I got this. I, you know, <laughs> I'm a early 20s. I definitely, I definitely got this uh, systems thinking down. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I read the book again uh, probably in uh, around 2009, 2010, after the, uh, as, as the uh, United States uh, in the world was going through uh, what we had come to uh, refer to the Great Recession. The book read much different. Yes, it was the second edition, but it made me think even more <laughs> than yeah. the first time. I seen things differently than I seen it the first time because, of course, there was also the old experience that I had accumulated to that time. So, by all means, I wanted to bring uh, to life a book that uh, provides that opportunity for individuals to think uh, and, and uh, but also then act. Think and act. Think and do, and see what you can do uh, to incrementally make a difference community organizations and society at large and you have achieved that in your book you feel your passion and it is definitely a thinking book my example of okay i gotta read this page and just set it down or better yet read this paragraph and then just think about it it is so well written and your your knowledge and your experience come through and i have to say that you have such a good sense of humor too that kind of interwove its way into the book which is great because when you're talking you know about complexity and such you know deep subject matter i love that you wove in some sense of humor into that too and it just it feels so nice on your heart. And so I have to thank you so much for putting so much love and energy and passion into your book. And now we are bringing it to the world, which is so exciting. So what are you up to these days? And how can people get a hold of you? Because I know they're going to want to get a hold of you. Obviously, I'll put the links in all the show notes. Yes, um, thank but, you. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the best way to uh, connect with us is through our website, integraladvantage.com. Uh, there are some information and some uh, methodology to uh, get in touch with us. Uh, um, what I do uh, these days is really I'm uh, you know fully dedicated in uh, running uh, uh, these uh, courses, this workshop. Uh, I do work extensively uh, with uh, government agencies. Uh, in I work with the private sector. We are now opening up more and more to local agency uh, in state and local agency. Um, and so the the focus, uh, our focus is really the ability to continue this work uh, in uh, opening it up to as many organizations as we can. So that remains uh, the focus. Uh, um, you know, I have a, a, a four-day course this week. Uh, next week, I have a five-day course. So it is going to continue uh, a space of uh, wonderment for me. And uh in all the fairness, is like uh, um, it's impossible not to learn as I do the work I do and uh, learn from these wonderful people I work with. And uh, oftentimes uh, for them is like uh, a reminder. Sometimes they just forgotten some of the concept and they come in at the right time. So that's really the focus on how can I really bring uh, 
irrelevant concept, irrelevant uh, uh, point of views, irrelevant uh, cognitive lenses uh, that uh, are in, in, in the here and now, but they allows us to see past the fog of war, past what we usually want to see and really push us to see what we sometimes try to avoid. And so that is really the focus. Uh, um, we are open uh, to organizations that are really interested in uh, moving the needle. Uh, everything, as I said, is incremental. Uh, and uh, every action is important, but it takes uh, a certain level of alignment uh, that uh, oftentimes we have forgotten how to create. So I hope that we can come in that space and help organization find the sense of alignment. Oh, and you will. Holy jump. And just, I remember like when we'd spend some time together, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> every time we had a, a meeting together, it's like I'm learning more and more about you and just like just mind blowing information. So, you, if you would like to purchase, I do encourage you to purchase Inception Mindset the contextual art and science of leading in a permanently complex world by Robert Ratty, PhD. And it's available in hard copy as well as paperback. And the hard copy is like a beautiful textbook, might I add. It's gorgeous and so beautifully, beautifully formatted in all your amazing graphs. I love that you break it up with your charting our journey and you bring them through a path. It's so beautiful. And you created all those, um, visuals, which is so powerful. It helps the reader through the complex subject matter <laughs> of inception mindset. So if there is just one last thing that you would like to say to the listener, what would it be? Well, um, always be curious. Always choose curiosity above everything else. And uh, once you are cu curious, you will see things the way you haven't seen it before. And once you see it, you cannot see it. So that's what I really recommend. If anything, nothing else, be curious. Yay. Thank you so much, Robert, for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Andrea. Really appreciate it. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreaseidel.com where I help people read, write, and publish books. I believe books change lives. So whose life will you touch with your book? Also, if you've been thinking about writing a book or you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.